Welcome to the Build With Boundaries podcast. My name is Manaz and this podcast is for mums who want to carve out time so that you can work in ways that work for you, your life, your family and of course your business. Together we will discover why you are not prioritising your business and the actions that you can take so you can live an intentional, productive and fulfilled life without mum guilt. So let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to this guest episode. I have Dr. Gemma with me, who is a holistic empowerment coach and mentor for mums. She empowers mums to shift out of survival mode so they're thriving by transforming their daily overwhelm and exhaustion to crystal clear clarity, confidence and fulfilment so that they can rediscover their purpose and identity beyond motherhood in a way that's on their terms. Hi, so welcome everybody who's watching or listening on the podcast. I have Dr. Gemma Andrew Adiyama with me. I'm so excited to have you on because you are an empowerment coach for mums and we have so many things in common that we really did. We've been talking about doing this collaboration for some time and it's so lovely to have you on as my guest so I'm really excited to have you here welcome I'd love you to say a quick hello and tell us what you do hi Manaz thank you so much for inviting me on to your wonderful podcast and YouTube channel so yeah like you say I'm Gemma I'm an empowerment coach and mentor for mums really kind of tapping in into like holistic well-being to empower mums to really thrive rather than survive in motherhood it's such a whirlwind help them find their passion their purpose and their identity which is often lost during motherhood and really providing them with the tools and the guidance and support that they need to go after what they want and create a beautiful life the same beautiful and bountiful life that they would want for them for their children but for themselves as well because I think as mums we often drop to the bottom of the priority list when really when you have children and especially in the world that we live in right now it's it's hard you know it feels hard because it is hard and we really need to be looking after ourselves and as mums we often kind of get pushed to the sideline when we really need to be looking after ourselves a lot more and that's what I help mums to do. That is so true though, as soon as you become a mom, like your priorities just suddenly change and you go into this autopilot, don't you? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, your child and your baby comes first and you do all these things and you don't realize you're putting yourself last, but down the line, it can kind of result in lots of other things happening in your life where you've not put yourself first. Mm -hmm. So I love that you're addressing that because it's such a common thing and we don't have like a, a big support network sometimes as well uh, but knowing that you know other people are going through the same thing and this is a common issue that's something that you can help with this that's just amazing that they get the support that they need so I'd love you to tell me about how you discovered your purpose and identity because you you touched on that there and I really think it's something that we almost lose or kind of just change through being a mom and you know to almost rediscover it feels like that's like what do I want you know we Mm -hmm. often ask ourselves that so how how did that come out in your journey and how did you 
discover what it is that you were here for and what your what your purpose is I think you're so right does it does become this kind of thing where you do become disconnected with yourself and it's it's almost so easy to do it's quite worrying actually how how often it happens and for me as a mum of four I think my passion and purpose has changed with each kind of child that I've had so for me I found that my work and what I did kind of saved my sanity (laughs) a lot during those kind of postpartum months especially after having my second child because that's when I did my coaching certification I was trying to set up my coaching business and really connect deeply with the women that were reading my blog when I was a full-time blogger. So for me, in those moments, when I was able to work on my business, it was usually kind of after putting the baby to bed and in between the next night feed. (laughs) In those moments, I felt empowered, I felt confident, I felt valuable I felt connected to myself I felt like I had a purpose beyond motherhood and that kind of became my self-care kind of working on my business working on myself kind of expanding my world outside of motherhood and that's when I really connected with my identity and my passion and I know there's lots of mums out there who lose their identity and perhaps being kind of working in that way on yourself isn't your way to find it but it was definitely mine and a lot of the clients that I work with are looking to reconnect with themselves as well and it can happen in various different ways but that's what kind of got me on this kind of journey to supporting mums help find their identity and purpose outside of motherhood because mums are often feeling unfulfilled they're ambitious they want to go out there and do stuff and step out into the world you know out of the shadows of motherhood that whirlwind but they're not sure how they can make it work they're not sure how they can harmonize both of those worlds and blend them kind of together and it is difficult and that's what I help my clients with and it's always a work in progress like it changes month to month what works one month might not work the next month you know our children aren't robots you can't program them to wake up at a certain time or go to bed at a certain time if only but yeah it's an ever-changing kind of beast and I think acknowledging that and accepting that and being okay with that is a massive help as well yeah what's what's really hit the nail on the head there is is giving yourself space mm-hmm. and just like simply like we do spend a lot of time doing things and especially as a mum when you're not doing things for yourself you're doing things for others more Mm -hmm. just spending a bit of time being yourself like literally you don't have to be doing anything Mm -hmm. and work your way towards figuring out what you enjoy and I guess that's that's a really good start isn't it when you make space for yourself to have those ideas and understand what it is that you know is deep down inside of you and understanding what would be what would it mean to be fulfilled? Exactly. And I think for me, it always comes back to knowing what your core values are, knowing what your why is and why you're showing up in this world, why it is that you want to do what it is what you want to do. Those core values are kind of like your compass for life. They're like your North Star. They're changeable too, you know, as you evolve as a person, the core values that you set previously 
may not suit the person that you're becoming you know further down the line so they're changeable and that's okay as well they're not set in stone but yeah having your core value set out is a really I think important process that we all need to have just just you can just have them in a list you know on a note in your phone in a journal wherever but always coming back to those core values and it helps you kind of eliminate all the other noise that you don't really need in your life and just come back to those and if you live your life by those that's when the alignment comes in that's when the connection to self comes in and you know your identity absolutely I love that that's like having your navigation system I love how you said that was a compass because that's Mm -hmm. so true it's like you know help yourself be that guide for Mm -hmm. you and you know we're, we're busy guiding everybody else in our life and we don't want to forget about ourselves so that is so so key I love how you've explained that exactly I mean how can you know where it is that you want to go if you don't know you know if you don't think about that if you don't spend some time just acknowledging that and giving yourself permission to explore those ideas and those thoughts absolutely yeah couldn't agree with you more so what helped you in those early days to believe what you thought that you wanted and that kind of knowing that identity and purpose that you were here for what made you helped you believe that that would be possible for you because sometimes you know that belief is quite a difficult thing when you can't see it you can't touch it you can't feel it you know how how what what were the things that had to happen in your life in order for you to believe that definitely working on my mindset my kind of past experience with imposter syndrome has made me kind of more self-aware of when I am kind of triggering my own kind of sabotaging behaviors so I've done a lot of work around that on myself investing in myself you know getting coaching myself coaches need to be coached (laughs) we are humans and we're still prone to the self-limiting beliefs and kind of issues that may crop up for our own clients so we're not immune to those and just just kind of taking imperfect action just just going for it. And I know I'm making this sound really easy. It's not easy. This work is never as easy. It takes time. It can take years. But just kind of owning the fact that being messy and imperfect is fine. And just getting out there and just doing it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kind of and slowly chipping away at it. You know, you're not going to create this super shiny business in you know in a day it takes time and especially when you're navigating motherhood as well it may take even longer but really accepting that and knowing that actually the end result will be worth it it's hard there's no you know word you know there's no doubt about it it's hard but inch by inch step by step you will get there and once you tick something off off your to-do list it kind of builds that momentum. So just take it slow, take it, you know, step by step, and eventually you will get there. And I think as that momentum builds, your belief also builds as well, because you can see yourself doing it. I'm always harping on about imperfect action. So that's (laughs) absolutely, totally, I couldn't agree with you more there. It's about accepting where you are and just creating Mm -hmm. version 1.0 like mm-hmm. you don't have to be on version five today and if you do want to then that might be the reason that you're not getting anywhere because you're mm-hmm. trying to be too perfect and nothing 
in this world is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, that it's an evolution, isn't it? And, and getting onto that ladder. So I love how you've explained that. That's really helpful. I'd love to help the viewers and listeners a bit more uh, with kind of tips around what they can do. So I've got a few more questions that are around that. So if you were to go back to a previous version of yourself, what advice would you give yourself when you were feeling kind of that doubt coming in and creeping into your business about, you know, what you want to do for your business and why do you think that would be helpful for you? I think it comes back to the kind of imperfect action again, because I think I got lost in the whole kind of rabbit hole of, oh, I'll launch it when it'll be perfect or looking for this perfect moment, but there never really is a perfect moment. You just have to go out there and do it. Like just show up. I mean, yeah, I was worried (laughs) because I know you're recording this for YouTube. I was actually worried about my kind of regrowth after having my babies with my hair like my foot oh my hair's not perfect this that and the other but who cares and probably no one's probably even noticed until I pointed it out like absolutely even now I can't see any (laughs) what move it's definitely there (laughs) but but yeah like just you make a good point that you're your own worst critic and you know you've just said that yourself yeah you we really are and unfortunately we are kind of wired to focus on the negatives we have a kind of negativity bias where we will instantly point out the negative so say you had a to-do list of 20 things and you got 15 things done that's great but you will be drawn to those five things that you didn't get done and you'll beat yourself up over it we do have a negativity bias you are wired that way but you don't have to become a victim to that and there are kind of tools and kind of techniques that you can use to kind of divert your attention to a more kind of positive perspective and outlook through like self-compassion being kinder to yourself and just knowing that it's it's okay like we didn't get five things done you know the world hasn't ended like it's okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes exactly yeah that I mean, that's so true. We, we just get caught up in the cycle and it becomes like, I think the first thing you, you've mentioned this before is that kind of acknowledgement, mm-hmm. it's almost creating acceptance around that and being okay with it because none of us are perfect and none of us need to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So just sort of starting with, with what we have and just, just go for it. You know, what's mm-hmm. the worst that can happen? You know exactly exactly you know kind of it can feel stretchy it can feel uncomfortable but usually those uncomfortable feelings mean that you're on the right path like it's you know you're kind of heading for a breakthrough so keep at it and just keep holding the faith and just if it feels right if it feels like something that you really want to do just carry on and see what happens we can sometimes also like misunderstand when we feel that way, like it's actually just think about it simply as being excited. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to be excited and we're allowed to be nervous excited, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing mm-hmm. to you know run away from a cyber tooth tiger or anything like that. You know, nothing dangerous is going to happen, but it's just like being compassionate with ourselves to take that small step that is the next thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, I'm sure that will resonate with lots of uh, listeners and viewers. So tell me next, what's your favorite productivity hack? Because 
you know, I think it's really important to be productive and efficient. Mm -hmm. When we're mums, we have so many things on, mm -hmm. so many priorities, and we have so many things that we want to give our attention to. So what would be like your one favourite hack that you have perhaps built into your routine that is like, you know, this is, this is it, this is essential, and this is something that I need to uh, use and utilise so that it gets the best out of me? For me, I think it would have to be being conscious of my social media usage and being intentional when it comes to that. I'm not perfect. <laughs> it's a work in progress. I'm very conscious of getting lost in a scroll hole. It's so easy to do. Like you just go onto Instagram to have a quick look and then you're, you're scrolling like in half an hour later, you're, you're still there <laughs> and you've just lost all of that time. And Social media is obviously a massive part of my business, uh, being a small business and being online. And I do enjoy social media as well. So having that kind of boundary and trying to define whether I'm on it for business or for pleasure, it can be very difficult. So I have to be really, really careful around my social media usage because I do find that the more I go on it, the less I get done and the more time I spend on it, the more likely throughout the day am I going to pick up that phone because it is addictive. Yeah. You get that dopamine hit and those kind of happy neurotransmitters traveling around. So it's, it is addictive and it's crazy how many times we check our phones during the day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, totally. And if we were to add up all those minutes, you know, that would be pretty scary, wouldn't it? Because I know. What could we have done with it? I think that's a great example because uh, every one of us has been there and done it. And, and like you said, nobody's perfect. So these things change from time to time. You might be using it more or less. And it, I, I guess that the thing is just noticing, you know, when you are using it more and less, and when you use it less, what do you actually do more of? Mm -hmm. You're probably concentrating with more clarity and focus and just able to to do the things and when you're not you know how much time are you wasting it's it's so important to to notice these things because that's the first step mm -hmm. oh definitely and I often find and actually kind of acknowledging the effect that it has on you as well I can find social media even though I enjoy it uh, it can become very overwhelming and very noisy. Like there's so much content out there, so much going up that it can be very kind of quite, quite heavy, like another thing that's kind of just there. And sometimes it's nice just to kind of offload that and just put, you know, just pack it away into a box and forget about it for a while. And it honestly, you just feel yourself like feeling more lifted and kind of lighter because you haven't got that kind of like almost like buzzing bees around your head you know <laughs> so sometimes I used to I used to be quite good at it actually but I used to just take one day off at the weekend from social media to delete Instagram because that's my kind of preferred app that I love I don't find book as triggering but Instagram I do so I just used to delete the app on the weekend one day on the weekend and it would just reset my whole kind of mood and perspective around social media when I came back to it on Monday and my habits around it I really want to get back into doing that because I found it really helped I've just had half term kind of off kind of Instagram which was nice just to be more present in the moment with my kids and yeah just I just had so much more clarity more focus and I actually got a lot 
of stuff done that like I had this kind of to-do list of kind of DIY jobs around the house and I actually got most of it done (laughs) which was quite nice because I had that extra time that's amazing yeah that's a really good tip and and such a great thing that you've done because you know noticing then when you're not on it and what you actually achieve helps us to create those habits and that's the whole point isn't it it is yeah so last but not least what three tips would you be able to share with our listeners on finding or whether they're redefining their purpose and identity and kind of that whole piece of of almost just connecting back with it what can you share there that could be valuable that they that listeners could actually you know use that information um number one would be kind of identifying your core values that navigation system that takes you through life what are they whether it's one two five six however many and they can be just like words like community connection I don't know authenticity they're just some that I've just reeled off what is important to you in your life and they could be core values for motherhood or core values in work or like whatever they can be connected to whatever it is that's you know where you are in your life right now but just identify those core values and always come back to those write them down and when you are feeling kind of off kilter or you're kind of feeling misdirected or not aligned just come back to them and have a look and kind of analyze them and think is this you know is is my current life connected to these core values and kind of try and figure out how can you come back to those or do you need to change these core values so I think sometimes we just don't reflect we don't spend time reflecting and that's really important as well we spend a lot of time looking forwards but spending a little bit of time reflecting on things is also important tapping into joy I think as mums and even as women in this fast-paced world we we get lost we don't tap into the things that bring us joy anymore we don't make space because we we're always doing in this society I think there's a lot of kind of self-worth wrapped up in productivity and doing and pushing and really we need to kind of be tapping into those joyful moments so maybe if there's a hobby that you used to do as a child or a teenager that you've been longing to do you know for so long just do it just go out and tap back into that and see how that makes you feel so tapping into what brings you joy is a really kind of top tip up there I think and number three let's say kind of yeah take that space for yourself take some time for yourself build in like a kind of nourish nourishing routine or a kind of self-care habit whether it's a morning routine or in the evening to really just kind of reflect nourish yourself and yeah to spend some time just just on you and I know some people get lost in the whole kind of guilt around that because it sounds indulgent it sounds like it's me 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 but really the power of looking after yourself there's a ripple effect So when you look after yourself, you're also looking after your loved ones too, because when you pour into yourself, you can then pour into others. They get the best of you rather than what's left of you. And I think that's a really powerful concept that a lot of people don't acknowledge when they are taking 
some time out for themselves they feel guilty like I should be doing this I should be doing that how can I take time for myself when I've got kids to look after but really when you look after yourself you are looking after your children too and modeling that behavior as well to them so they can pass that down to the generations goodness they were amazing what fantastic tips there and I think what's stuck in my mind now is that they get the best of you and not what's left of you I love that that's that's a quote there <laughs> it sounds really cheesy but it's true <laughs> it's so so true I, I love it I think and it's a really good reminder for us to just think well we are all about nurturing our children and family and all our support network mm-hmm. then we need to make ourselves the best version of, of us that we can be so that we can do more for them because it ultimately comes back and that, that ripple effect just explains it so well because it goes back to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't lose. Exactly. Exactly. Fantastic. This has been such an amazing chat, Gemma. I know that everybody's going to find this really, really helpful. Please do share anything that you have that you want to talk about now and also tell everyone where they can find you and if they want to connect with you what's the best way to do that thank you so much for having me on the podcast it's been a wonderful conversation with you I really enjoyed it you can find me over on Instagram where I spend way too much time and I'm at underscore dr jot I can't speak dr dot Gemma and I also have a podcast called reclaiming mum which is available on all kind of podcast platforms so well, I'll pop your links in below this video in the YouTube description or the podcast uh, notes as well so yeah definitely if you want to find out more about what Gemma does then do hop on over and check her Instagram out that's where she lives most of the time I believe Thank you so much, Gemma. It has been a wonderful conversation. I've equally enjoyed it just as much as you. Thank you so much. Take care.